back in February of this year, we invited you, our wonderful, enthusiastic community, to be part of the Plan Strong Test Kitchen and provide us with feedback around our all-new burger mixes. And I got to tell you, the feedback and support that you guys showed us blew us away, and we have been hard at work in the kitchen, and we now have our first program graduates, three delicious Skillet Burger Mixes. We're going to be launching them into the universe so you can stock up ahead of Memorial Day weekend. You can check them out at planstrong.com. The three flavors are black bean, portobello mushroom, and our all-new sweet curry. Once mixed with six to seven ounces of water or broth, the dough may be pan-fried, air-fried, or baked to a crispy, aromatic, rich golden brown. These mixes, they take the hard work out of making healthy burgers at home and yield quality, quality results. They're whole grain, oil-free, a great source of protein and fiber, and they're made from a combination of ground oats, beans, seeds, and spices without any of the added sugar or excessive salt. I want to thank all of you for being such an important part of the Plant Strong Test Kitchen, and I know that you're going to love these as much as I do. Thanks so much. My aha moment was really connecting all the dots together and then, and then going about 99% full circle. And I say 99% from the full circle because not a lot of people uh, um, um, get that it's not only for your health, it's not only for the animals, but if you tie everything together with the environment, then it all plays, it plays a, a complete role, so to speak. And sure enough, it's one part of the environment that I'm working on, on, um, on, on lessening my carbon footprint, but there are other ways that I'm trying to do that too. Season three of the Plant Strong Podcast explores those Galileo moments where you seek to understand the real truth around your health and dare to see the world through a different lens. This season, we honor those courageous seekers who are paving the way for you and me. So grab your telescope, point it towards your future, and let's get Plant Strong together. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Plan Strong podcast. I'm Rip Esselstyn, your host, and we have had a doozy of the last couple of weeks between the, the Delta variant that is just tearing through this country and Ida that just made its way through Louisiana and then up into the Northeast, uh, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, New York City. It is it is nuts what we are being put through. It really it feels like we're being put through the ringer. And I just, you know, everybody that's out there, do your best to keep the faith and uh and know that things will get better. Now, moving on to, <laughs> to the podcast. I must say that my favorite aspect of hosting this podcast is having the honor of introducing you to real change makers and and leaders who literally light the way for the rest of us in our journey to healthy plant strong living. It's by their example 
that we get to experience the infinite possibilities with wondrous, amazing plants. Now, as you know, I've had doctors, athletes, and actors on the show, but today I can say for the first time, I get to welcome a real-life prince to the Plant Strong Podcast. His name is Khaled bin Alawid. He's a member of the Saudi Arabian royal family who makes his living as a venture capitalist, supporting and investing in green businesses and technologies. I first met Khaled about four years ago when he flew over and spoke at Planstock on the Esselstyn family farm. And his Galileo moment that he's going to share with you today, it stuck with me then. And I know it will resonate with you today because you see wealth, it can certainly provide a lot of things, but it can't buy health or compassion. Those come from within, and this is where Colette operates from. His desire and obligation to make a positive difference for the planet because he knows firsthand that your health is your wealth. And as he says, with great power comes great responsibility. And that it's this responsibility that drives him to invest in people and companies that align with his values. Values that protect the planet, the animals, and improve our personal health. Khaled is a self-proclaimed geek, animal lover, and as I like to say, prince of plants. Enjoy. All right. I want to welcome Khaled bin Alawid. I should say Prince Khaled bin Alawid. I know you're 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 way too humble and modest, but to the to the uh, to the Plant Strong podcast. <clears throat> this is season three of of the Plant Strong podcast, and this is the first time I've ever had a prince uh, <laughs> on the podcast. I've had doctors, scientists, I've had firefighters, athletes. So uh, this is a novel a novel moment, and you're obviously a very a very special person. So thank you for for being on the podcast. No, um, I'm going to be, uh, so I'll tell you what, the bar is going to be pretty low if you're going to c- consider this being a prince. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to come at you here, though, because I told my family last night at dinner that I was going to have you on the podcast today. And is there any questions that you'd like for me to, to ask Khaled? And my daughter, Sophie, was like, I just want to know what in the world it's like to be a prince. I mean, so... You've probably been been a prince your whole life, correct? <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yes. So pretty much, yeah. I mean, but and maybe from your vantage point, it's just so part of who you are. But I'm just wondering, like, what's it like? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, so so it, it really revolves around parenthood and and how and how uh, one's been raised. Yeah. And I've been raised in a way that uh, there is absolutely no difference between me and anyone else and between our family and anyone else's family. Um, um, I, I was lucky enough to, to be blessed uh, to have um, the opportunity to have parents who are who are the, who they are you know my, my father is a renowned investor and my mom um, daughter of uh, past uh, king of Saudi Arabia but regardless mm. of that um, there was never a point in time where we um, where we lived 
the expected that type of lifestyle it was always been where uh, uh, there's never been any difference between my family and anyone else's family between myself and anyone else and that's the way we were raised really um i mean i remember my mom actually where i live right now in in, in this house in, in Riyadh, uh, this is where i grew up and my mom would be um, walking around the premises and she'd know um, people um, by their first name, you know. So we have, a, a, we had then, back then, a bunch of workers that we had and she'd know everyone by the first name, you know, and she'd visit wherever they were uh, living and make sure that mm. they had everything that they needed. And and likewise, they would they would uh, talk to her back and forth. It was never, you know, that, that Downton Abbey type of environment. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, so we first met, Khaled in in 2017. You came to uh, our annual plant stock event at the Esselstyn Farm yep. in upstate New York, and uh, I can re- I can <laughs> I can remember I can remember you know like hearing that you were this you know this plant based guy from Saudi Arabia doing amazing things, and I was like, oh man, it'd be great to get to get him over to plant stock, and so on a wing and a prayer. I shot you a nice little note. Uh, I think it might have been on on Instagram. I'm not Instagram on uh, LinkedIn, and you got back to me, and you said that you would be honored to to come over and and be part of Plant Stock and uh, and give a key- keynote address, and uh, and it was fantastic. You came over with a I think with a buddy of yours. You flew coach, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember like yesterday. <laughs> Flu yeah. business, but yeah, it was from Turkey. It was it was brutal, but it was right. good. <laughs> it was right. It. Yeah. And uh and it was it was quite a weekend and you were so you were so low key and humble and uh and everybody just it, it meant a lot to have you there. So again, thanks. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what, man, I um I can't thank you enough for for, for the opportunity to to have me then uh, and there. Um, I, I had such an amazing time in your, in, in, in the family house and, uh, meeting the family, meeting everyone over there, especially obviously your dad, but everyone over there was just, just amazing, you know? Um, and I can't wait to do it again and again. To be honest. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, so season three of the plan strong podcast, what we're focusing in on, um, with the people I'm interviewing is what was your your aha moment? What was your Galileo moment where you kind of looked through that telescope and you saw the truth when it came to plants or whatever it was that kind of got you onto this path that has really forever impacted your journey? Sure. So, um, uh, so like, like many people, I want to say, it uh, really started with health issues. Uh, so I had high cholesterol, um, uh, high um, uh, fat and on, on my liver and stuff like that and stuff I didn't even know existed. You know, uh, when, when someone told, when, when I went to to the doctor and got a blunt test, they told me I had a fatty liver and it didn't even occur to me what the heck that was. Um, but then they put me on cholesterol meds and um, the side effects of those things were just brutal. You know, my, my knees and my my um, my uh, my joints started hurting everything, and I started thinking, you know, there has to be a better way. But then I just gave up because uh, this was. Um, this was hereditary, you know, this is the tale that we've all been told, you know, it's right. hereditary, my dad, my mom, great, my grandfather, everybody's had cholesterol, uncles, so I'm going to have high cholesterol by default for sure. Um, so I pretty much gave up and my family member just told me that, um, listen, uh, you have to work on a plant-based diet. Uh, you have to just try that and, and, uh, and just see for yourself. 
Sure enough, I tried that for about six or seven months. I forget how long it was uh, just before I took uh, my second uh, test. And the doctor was surprised. The doctor was like, listen, these uh, these meds are working. Keep going, you know? I'm like, well, doctor, I got some news for you. I haven't been on your meds for like, I don't know, eight months now. So six, seven, eight months, something like that. And uh, he did not believe me at all. He said, there's no way that this could happen. Mm. But anyway, regardless of that, I said, well, that's fine. I'm not going to convince you. You're not going to convince me. So I'm just going to part ways and I'm just going to live my life the way I think I should be living my life. Um, and slowly but surely, um, my aha moment was... Um, was seeing the level of, of cholesterol, seeing level of blood pressure go down to normal uh, levels, but then tying uh, food with, with, with my everyday life uh, and see what, what the byproducts of food uh, uh, relate to, to, to whether it's um, uh, clothes, whether it's, um, um, I don't know, uh, a leather couch and, 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 and stuff like that. And then I started connecting the, the dots together and then it just became full circle. It's not just for health anymore. Uh, it really is, is about, is more of, um, of um, um, a cruelty-free type of uh, work ethic and, and life ethic that I wanted to, um, to, um, to adopt. Uh, and sure enough, uh, I went from being vegan to being uh, whole food, plant-based. Um, I have my 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 my, uh, my cheat days, so I'd have a Beyond Burger and Impossible Burger once in right. a while, and that's my cheat day. Um, but other than that, I mean, Gardein too, but uh, uh, Tofurk, you know, the other big uh, products. But other than that, you know, I um, my aha moment was really connecting all the dots together. And then, and then going about 99% full circle. And I say 99% from the full circle because not a lot of people uh, um, um, get that it's not only for your health, it's not only for the animals, but if you tie everything together with the environment, then it all plays, it plays a, a complete role, so to speak. And sure enough, it's one part of the environment that I'm working on, on, um, on, on lessening my carbon footprint, but there are other ways that I'm trying to do that too. All right, we'll get back to Khaled in just a moment. But gang, if you're listening to this between September 9th and September 12, 2021, I want to invite you to hop into our live stream event that's going on right now. It's the 10th anniversary of Plant Stock. It is the perfect event to help you start or strengthen your plant-based lifestyle. This year, we've assembled the brightest luminaries in the movement, and we've invited them to share the latest research and evidence that definitively points that our best defense against chronic Western disease is of course the power of plants. Every ticket is gonna receive video access to watch the talks again and again, plus every attendee will receive exclusive discounts and be part of our special community. I would encourage you to join today at plantstrong.com slash plantstock. And if you haven't heard the news yet, I am over the moon, excited to announce that the Rips Big Bowl cereal is back. I eat this breakfast every day and our new and improved varieties taste insane. You won't believe how satisfying it is to start your day with this bowl of whole grain goodness. Learn more at plantstrongfoods.com. I know at Plantstock, you shared a, a story that was pretty pretty impactful and profound. And that was when you went on that trophy hunt mm -hmm. okay. and, and how that affected you. Can you share that story? Oof. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, um, 
When was that? That was uh, that was 2002, 2003. And um, I went on one of those uh, hideous and disgusting hunts. Uh, and I remember just the day after that, uh, thinking, what in the world did I just participate in? Um, and it really never dawned to me until a few years later, because I only did it once. But until a few years later, when I when I started um, uh, thinking about my health, thinking about the clothes that I wear, and thinking of the hypocrisy uh, mm. that I would um, that I would disregard um, a chicken's life or or a cow's life, uh, in, um, and totally put a lot of stock into uh, a lion's life or or uh, or um, another another uh, predatory animal's life. Um, and then I just connected both together. Uh, and um, to me, that was a profound moment where I, um, I cannot emphasize enough how, um, how bad I feel of what I participated in. Mm. And um, every single day of my life, I remember that uh, um, I have to make up for what I've done. And I know I'll never be able to do that until even after I die. Uh, but um, I'll work my ass off to, 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 to better the wrongs that I've done. You know, um, I'm, I'm investing in the right companies. I hope uh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm pushing uh, the right messages when it comes to animal cruelty, all types of animal cruelty, when it comes to trophy hunting or, um, or, um, or uh, a chicken on a piece of chicken uh, on, on your plate um, to, to other uh, factors. So um, it, it um, I, I'm telling you, uh, Rip, it, it, it um, oof. I, I get, I get super, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, sorry. I get super uh, emotional when it comes to stuff like that. And I, I, uh, I feel horrible about that. Uh, but, um, but again, I'm working day in and day out to, 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 to right the wrong that I did. Well, and I think that you're the emotion that you're feeling right now is also one of the things that's driving you to do all the good you're doing right now with your power and with your wealth and all the responsibility that, that as you said at Plantstock comes with that. I mean, think about it. If you, if you wouldn't have gone on that, you wouldn't be doing all the good you're doing right now. Probably it wouldn't have impacted you like it has. At least the, the, the drive. I, I agree with yeah. what you're saying. At least the drive that I have uh, with, uh, with, with, and conviction that I have of, of, of me being on the right path and me pushing um, uh, as hard as I can in the right ways Mm -hmm. uh, to 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 help people understand that there is a difference between um, uh, uh, between um, a few seconds of cravings uh, that you can have for uh, for uh, for a piece of flesh, or to substitute that uh, with uh, with the uh, plant-based um, alternative and hopefully cellular agriculture uh, products that we'll have in the near future. I would imagine your father and your mother and you know your your family they must be so. So proud of of what you know what you're doing and the path that you've chosen and the impact that you're making. Do you do you feel that from them? You know, it's funny. Um, um, I, I get that. I've, obviously, you get that a lot from your mom. So I get that a lot from my mom. You know, the biggest cheerleader yeah, and yeah. Uh, and the biggest inspiration for me, to be honest, um, uh, and um, and uh, motivator, to be honest. But yeah, I get that a lot from her. Obviously, family pushes me forward a lot. Uh, my father. Uh, does um, uh, once in a while give me this uh, this uh, this positive uh, note of of, of uh, the right stuff that I'm doing, and he comes obviously from 100% um, financial background. So um, I um, I tend to have 
a more um, a subjective approach when it comes to investing in um, investing in general, but specifically when I go to invest in um, in plant based uh, products. So uh, mm-hmm. there are products that I've um, um, uh, that I've turned back, turned down, and then said no, I can't invest in this because either they're not ready, or I didn't get along with management, or I didn't I didn't believe in the products or stuff like that. But um, um, that uh, that mindset I believe comes from him. And the, the, um, that's where I get a lot of my uh, my inspiration, a lot of my um, uh, my drive uh, to, to 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 financially invest uh, in, in investing companies for a financial reason, not just for sentimental or yeah. or purpose driven. Um, you, you spoke about your mother being one of your biggest cheerleaders. <laughs> you 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 know my mom is 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 pretty pretty much like that too. And uh, I spoke to her yesterday and I let her know that we'd be talking today. And she, of course, wanted both my mother and father wanted me to tell you hello. Yeah. And my mother, my mother also said how one of her favorite memories of plant stock was sitting up late at night in the kitchen, talking to you and just peppering you with questions. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. I enjoyed it. I was, I was, I was bombarding the family with questions too, but it was a fun interaction you know, with, 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 yeah. uh, with the family. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. What's the dietary culture like in Saudi Arabia? I mean, do you guys, is, there, is, is meat one of the cornerstones of most meals? Meat is 100%. Yeah, meat, uh, it's really uh, goat, lamb. Um, and obviously now with, with, the, uh, with the influx of, uh, of the wonderful, lovely American diet, uh, we're seeing burgers everywhere. It's obviously uh, cow, cow uh, um, yeah. uh, meat everywhere, so beef. So we're getting a lot of that uh, here. And uh, sadly, um, uh, Sa- uh, Saudi is, is amongst uh, the, the top, most obese countries in the world and, uh, and ranks in the, in the top um, uh, countries of, uh, for diabetes. Um, so uh, we've got a long way and a hard uh, uh, road ahead of us uh, to, to, to fix uh, people's diets and, and get people moving as opposed to just work on people's diets. So you've imported... Not only some of the uh, American food, but also the American diseases. <laughs> it's it's pretty high. That's the sad reality. And I know this uh, because um, I I work part time as um, as a president of the uh, Sports for All Federation. So that's an initiative just uh, from the Ministry of Sport that has a mandate uh, to get people active. Um, um, and get 40% of the population active by 2030. Uh, that's the mandate uh, that, mm. that they put um, on this federation. Um, and I know this because we have a lot of data and insight. We have a lot of um, um, uh, surveys and, 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 um, and stuff like that that we do. And our programs, really, our programs and, uh, and um, 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 marketing campaigns uh, to, to, to um, uh, give people a better understanding of how important it is to, to have a healthy and active lifestyle, as well as having a proper nutrition um, uh, lifestyle. We've had the Dr. Uh, Scott, um, oh, cool. Scott Stahl. Yeah. yeah, we've had Dr. Um, um, Dr. Brenda Davis was here. Um, let me see, we've had a bunch of other doctors. Um, 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 Brenda Davis, we've had Dr. Velardo. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Velardo, obviously. I mean, shoot, she was an absolute star when she was here. But a bunch of other doctors uh, came yeah. here and then did um, a, um, a, um, uh, a conference that we like, we like to call the Lifestyle Enhancement Conference. 
um, and they did this amazing conference that, that really helped out a lot uh, for people to understand the importance of nutrition. As a matter of fact, the Ministry of Health here um, helped us um, get uh, um, local doctors and local um, practitioners and students who are eventually going to be doctors to, to attend this uh, this conference. And it was an accredited uh, conference oh, uh, for them. That so was perfect, you know. So we had a lot of uh, a lot of synergies happening between the Saudi government um, and the, the private sector. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I know is super important to you, and it's one of the things that I think drives you is, and you again, this is a quote that you had at Planstock was to, to abolish animal agriculture and put it into the <laughs> the waste bin of of history, something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And which I think is so absolutely admirable. My question to you is: Do you think that when do you think we'll have a collective awakening around animal agriculture and the industry and what it's doing to the planet? And are you hopeful that we'll get there in 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 our lifetimes? You know that's uh, that's such a tough question, and um, and um, and, and sadly, maybe the, the answer might not be uh, the most rosy answer in the world. But the reality is, um, uh, the majority of 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 human beings, as we've uh, seen with COVID, will not wake up unless until we have something mm. so severe happen to us. Um, all of a sudden, and why I say all of a sudden, but yeah, it was, it was in, in, in the span of, of maybe a few months and the pandemic um, uh, reached uh, um, epic proportions around the world. Uh, so I sadly do not see, um, um, I, I don't see humanity pushing for a kinder and gentler, um, um, more and more gentle um, lifestyle until we have uh, proper substitutes available. Mm. Um, and um, the idea that the, the, the planet is going to be majority or even close to majority um, um, uh, plant-based is just not, not a realistic task. The, the wealth, I mean, we've seen in multiple studies, the wealthier you are, the more um, uh, meat is consumed. Uh, and that's, that, that becomes uh, something of a luxury, so to speak. Uh, so that, that, that is why I'm a 100% believer in uh, the answer to, to the climate issue that we have when it comes to that subcategory, which is animal agriculture, um, and the cruelty issue is, um, is cellular agriculture. Uh, and the way that we're going to abolish um, 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 animal cruelty and put it in the dustbin of history will definitely be through innovation. Right. And, and, um, and, 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 and to, to your last point, yes. I honestly believe that we will see it in our lifetime. Um, my argument is how we'll get there. I don't think we'll get there with it, with a shift in consciousness. I think we'll get there through um, through um, through economies of scale and through innovation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You another thing another thing that you said at Plant Stock that I thought was really moving was it was around the whole thing where you know with great with great power comes great responsibility. And you have the ability to basically knock on almost anybody's door yeah. on the planet. Yeah. And that door will be opened. And so, you know, my question is, <clears throat> what do you think is the best way to, to talk to that person or that corporation? Is it by showing them how they can, you know, 
save money, make money? Is it to try and let them know, listen, you know, we got our planet is in peril. I mean, yeah. do you ha- does it depend, does it, or does it just depend upon the person or the corporation and what tactic you take? You know what? That's the, again, that is the sad reality that if, if I talk to a corporation, you have to talk to them in corporation language and you talk to them, and that is profit and loss and shareholder value. Uh, they, they are not going to understand anything else. You know, you can, we can talk to them about CSR and everything. That's going to contribute 1%. Uh, to, uh, that's going to give, maybe give an, an effort of 1% from them. Uh, if we're talking to them about, um, about uh, profit and loss or talking about the importance of, of seeing where the future is when it comes to um, innovation and animal agriculture and how inefficient it is uh, to, um, from a calorie per calorie standpoint, from a calorie in calorie out standpoint, um, uh, that, that is the best way. So for, for my interaction with so many other, for, with so many companies, um, again, I am blessed to be in a business to knock on someone's door and yeah. have it, uh, and have it answered. Um, I take that, um, uh, responsibility really carefully because one, I don't want to waste my time and the, and whoever's in front of me's time, um, and, and pitching them an idea, uh, but rather pitching them. Um, a business model that definitely is going to um, do a lot of good for them and for their company, and as well as going to contribute positively to the environment and, and animal welfare. Um, and that happens with uh, dairy, for example. I mean, we have um, we're investors in, in a, an absolute rock star of a company, um, Turtle Tree, mm. and they do um, cellular agriculture, but they produce milk. Uh, from mammal gl- uh, glands that uh, that um, that animals or, or mammals produce, basically, um, and um, uh, the way that we want to approach this is definitely approach uh, dairy companies um, and, and and telling them you can source dairy through mm. this specific way, as opposed to sourcing dairy through um, through the waste of land that you're going to have to have uh, um, uh, with all the cows that you're going to have to. Um, uh, uh, keep and uh, keep, um, and all the water that you're going to waste, and all the feed that you're going to have to waste, and all the um, the excrement you have to clean, and all the uh, uh, the antibiotics and the hormones and all that other garbage, and all the, and 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 um, and and the night the logistical nightmare of of transporting uh, the milk from from point A to point B, etc. Um, so that happened to be one of the best ways for me to use this specific. Um, um, mm-hmm ability that I have and convinced so many companies to, uh, to, to really open the, open the doors uh, for listening to listening to, uh, to what the turtle tree has to offer. And obviously that goes to, towards uh, companies that goes towards um, governments or even um, um, uh, sovereign wealth funds. That's really interesting. So that one company, are they now interested in doing the cellular milk? Oh, no, we've, uh, we've, um, We've done um, I, our seed round was I think three years ago or two years ago, and we we're already yeah. uh, raising I think our Series A, um, and it's a proven um, it's a proven product. It's already been uh, been done in the lab, and we're actually going to work with um, with so many other with so many uh, hospitals to produce um, human milk for soup for for uh, babies. Uh, so oh, wow. uh, that, I mean that's incredible, you know, because uh, moms sometimes wean their way their kids away, and then what do they substitute them with? You know, yep. cow's milk, for God's sake. So yeah. uh, that would be the best substitute, honestly, for any kid. Well, you must be so absolutely excited every day because you're looking for new, innovative, exciting companies that can help change the world. I mean, I mean, I, what a what a 
what a fun life, it seems. <laughs> Exciting life. Also, you know? <laughs> I know it comes with a burden. I know it comes with an extreme burden. But, you know, from the outside looking in, it's like that, that is, that's cool stuff you're doing. Do you, did you want to comment or, or should I keep going? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say that, listen, um, uh, I've, worked, um, I've worked in a bank yeah. Uh, for a few years, I worked in the private sector and then I worked for my dad, which was an absolute honor and really um, opened my eyes to so many, um, uh, uh, so much potential uh, yeah. and, and a lot of information. But um, I am blessed uh, to, to have landed on, on, on venture capital and I'm blessed to, to, to be investing into early stage companies that are really, really doing a lot of good um, and, and frankly, changing the world. So I listen, I, I, I wake up in the morning, I'm excited. I totally yeah. agree with you. Man. I'm excited yeah. to meet new entrepreneurs, to back entrepreneurs and, and, and to give them. Um, and hopefully if I can contribute to their, to their success in any way, uh, then listen, that's a win for me. Hooray. Um, what, what are some other companies that you're, um, that you're kind of excited about that you're investing in? I saw something, I think on your Instagram, uh, I think it was a uh, electric airplane. Is that right? That sounds super like dope. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when we got the uh, when we when we got the first um, um, proposal and and, uh, and I read it, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And I got this about a year a year ago or so. I was like, "Okay, this is a very interesting company, but I'm going to wait up a little bit and just see there's some proof of concept because this is this is a radical change, obviously." Um, and um, sure enough, we've had a great conversation with Ampere. Uh, founders were just absolute rock stars. Uh, I, uh, um, I really got along with them. I, um, I shared their vision. And sure enough, that translates into an investment with them. And then obviously, we're going to work together with, uh, with hopefully electrifying the, the skies uh, here in the region. Um, wow. it's just it's just amazing, you know, uh, all, all the contribution that we can that we can do for the environment, um, it's, 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 it's incredible. And we're talking about electrifying planes, you know, it's, yeah. it's insane. Well, it just gets me, it gets me fired up when I think about the, the innovation that is out there, electrifying airplanes, cellular meats, right? The list goes on and on and on that mm -hmm. we, we just might be able to mitigate what's going on here, um, with this climate pollution and, uh, and, and, and turn the ship around. I mean, I, I've got to be hopeful. So, um, well, no, look, ho hopeful is definitely something that we all have to be, regardless of how um, of how uh, tough the the road is, you know. And, and I again, those are just subcategories of, of of the contributors to um, to um, uh, to um, climate change. You know, we've yeah. got a lot. With this, you know, there's manufacturing. There's buildings. Uh, there's concrete. There's um, there's steel. There's so much other. Uh, parts uh, there's the carbon that they um, that they uh, emit um, so um, there's a lot of work that has to be done um, and not just from an animal standpoint not just from a building standpoint or even from a transportation standpoint there's a lot of contributors to global warming that we all need to work on collectively this is a mammoth task man this 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 has to have a global government coordination this is not going to happen by one company or one person or anything on your Instagram, it lists about five things, five bullet points for you. The first <laughs> one is geek. So <laughs> tell me, I love geeks, but tell me, why do you consider yourself a geek? 
I mean, I, I grew up building computers. I grew up programming. I, I was uh, I was a big um, um, I was really big on building my own PCs and stuff like that when I was a kid. Um, and then um, with gadgets and everything, I, I I love gadgets. You know, if, if there's a new phone that comes out, I'm on it and I have to try it out and I have to test it out and I have to just take it through through the ringer and just see what I can uh, do with it and um, you know stuff like that. So. A lot of these things, I mean, okay, so one of the easiest ways to know that I'm a geek is that any family member or friend who has a question when it comes to their electronics, they call yeah. me, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so that is, that's a good thing, I guess. But, oh, but obviously, um, it, it puts you directly into one category, clearly. But um, I absolutely yeah. love gadgets. And, uh, and for me, uh, um, being a geek is, or, or, or even a nerd is not just uh, something that I, I make fun of. Um, at the end of the day, um, nerds and geeks are the ones who are changing the world. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm changing the world because I don't have the, uh, the the brain capacity of what Elon or or uh, Bill Gates or uh, yeah or um, any of the big guys, Jeff Bezos, all the other guys have um, have uh, have. But what I do have is the ability, thankfully, to just recognize um, uh, those dreamers. Now, those dreamers are the guys who really dare to change the world. You know, and and and, and to, for for me to be part of that in any way, shape, or form. I'm blessed to be in that position, you know. Let me ask you this. What, uh, what kind of phone do you have right now? <laughs> I, uh, I rock a Samsung and an iPhone. Oh, you have both. Okay. Yeah, what about, yeah. what do you, you got an Apple or a PC? Uh, no, I'm on a, uh, no, I, I can't do PC. I, I moved away from PC, I think, um, in uh, just the last year of the Motorola, when they moved away from Motorola processors to, uh, to their uh, to Intel processors. And yeah. I've been on Apple since. Gotcha. Yeah, what about a watch? What kind of watch you got? Apple Watch. I can't. Apple Watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. So another another thing, another bullet point. Animal lover. Have you always loved animals, or is it something that's that's been building? So um, again, uh, that, that that's a double edged sword, you know, because you say you love animals and then you go hunting. So so that's uh, that's um, that's that's definitely um, a contradiction uh, in of itself. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I loved uh, pets when I grew up, um, and I didn't know the difference between between a pet and the food that you ate. You know, then yeah. I, I I didn't have the opportunity for someone to show me the the the, uh, the difference. Um, so, um, I think after going vegan, I can, I can safely say that I'm a hundred percent animal lover. Um, I just, just love peace. You know, that's, that's all I care about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, we like that. Um, you got plant eater down there, obviously, which we love. Is there any plant food that you just can't stomach? Oh, that's a good question. I've actually, I've always had heard the the opposite. Uh, uh, What's your favorite? That yeah. I can't stomach. Oh, you know what? Yes, I do. Um, well, I did. So tempeh, I absolutely despise. Uh, and um, or well, okay, despised. Um, uh, I I thought that was the devil's food. <laughs> I could not stand it. But then a few trips uh, uh, around the globe, and I um, and I uh, stumbled into this company called Mighty Bean. Uh, and they do this uh, tempeh in Australia, and I'm telling you, and I can't eat enough of it. Oh, and I'm I'm talking about like ripping the packet out and just eating it direct. It's yeah. so so good. So I can't think of one food that I can't stomach anymore. Wow. So even like you, you don't mind eggplant or 
No, no, no. problem at all. Eggplant, the blood, Brussels sprout, all those. I love uh, those. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What about jackfruit? Jackfruit. I've never had um, uh, raw jackfruit. You know, I've never had you know a jackfruit yeah. and opened it up and and and, and, and eaten it. Uh, I've had yeah. it cooked and everything. So I'll, I'll definitely tell you when when that day comes. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Good. Obviously, you got venture capitalists down there. How, how long would you say you've been a venture capitalist? Like, how long have you been like knee deep into this and getting after it? So I absolutely loved um, uh, venture capital since I was working with my dad. And, and, and even before that, I've always was interested in investing in early stage companies and uh, rather than investing in uh, mature mm. companies. Um, I've always seen uh, the, uh, the potential of them going up is a lot, a lot higher. Obviously, the potential of them going bust is even if a, a lot higher as well. Mm. Uh, uh, but... I love the excitement of it, and I uh, and ever since I um, I was I was working with my dad, and uh, uh, I was in charge of business development, and uh, it was something that I always loved. You know, always loved listening to entrepreneurs, um, uh, getting these new concepts, and and, and seeing how uh, we can be part of it uh, as as the group, as my, my father's company, which is Kingdom Holding. Um, and then obviously I stepped out and and wanted to do my MBA. Um, uh, that didn't work out too well because I just wanted to work, uh, and I um, I put that on hold, uh, and I just started working and I started investing in a very haphazard sort of way into early stage companies until I until my portfolio um, became big enough to where that you know someone needs to manage this mm. a little better than the way I'm doing it. So I got an amazing team. Um, I got a partner of mine, uh, John Backus. I got a CFO, um, uh, Steve uh, Mullins. I got two partners of mine, uh, directors, uh, Roy and, and Matt. Um, and we all uh, work together on, on creating what we see in front of us, which is KBW Ventures. And uh, everybody's in charge of a certain thing. And they really helped me uh, to focus on not only sourcing deals, but, uh, but closing deals. And everybody else has their own responsibility to, uh, to managing the portfolio. Do you have any idea? So since KWB started, how many of those investments have actually been successful and how many have not? I mean, is it 50%? Oh, no, great question. So, um, so we source our, that's a beautiful question. So we source our deals um, in two, two ways. Uh, one way is through the traditional uh, networking type of, uh, type of way. And that, and that way is usually a higher risk uh, than, than the other uh, way that I'm going to tell you in a second. Um, we've, had, oh, we've had one write-off. And we're about we're investors in roughly um, 37 companies or so right now. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, and that write off was about a fifty thousand dollar write off, which isn't um, uh, yeah. in the grand scheme of things isn't big at all. Um, our other way of sourcing deals is through our um, uh, our uh, fund. It's called the uh, Proof, which is a pro rata opportunity fund. Um, and uh, basically, we have um, a bunch of um, um, early stage funds that we partner with. Um, and uh, they give us access to the deals that they want to keep investing in, but can't because they're overallocated, they're uh, they're overexposed, they're overleveraged. Uh, they've invested already too much money into one company. They ran out of money. They can't invest in their stars. So we would invest our money on their behalf uh, with their winners, um, and that short uh, that that shortens the um, the, the risk dramatically. I mean, I mean, literally. Um, again, we've had one write-off in the last five years or so. So uh, in, in, in venture capital world, that's unheard of, you know, no. we're, yeah. yeah. And, 
and in venture capital world is usually the um, 80 20 rule you know 80 percent of your fund is wiped out 20 percent uh, drops all the return well maybe wow. one or two companies from the 20 percent drop all the return congrats that's 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 a good track record oh we're i mean again we're blessed to, 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 i'm blessed to have uh, to have partners like uh, uh yeah. like john and then and his two partners you know jonathan asa so I'm, I'm really really blessed to yeah. to have met them and um and you know I'm, I'm in this journey with them you know it's been an absolute amazing roller coaster ride you know we've had <laughs> ups and downs and everything but uh it's, it's been going really really good i'm so happy well, you're you're aware that you know about a year ago I kind of took over the the engine to Plant Strong Food Line from Whole Foods. They turned it over to me, and you talk about a roller coaster ride. The last year has been really one of the hardest of my life, mm-hmm. but it also at the same time has been one of the most one of the most exciting and has forced me to grow and expand in ways that I I never saw possible. So yeah. you know, it, I I mean. To, to think that you've done that or you're a part of helping grow 37 different companies up to this point, yeah. that's pretty special. That's pretty yeah. remarkable. And then yeah. uh, soon to be 38. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be together on that journey. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, the last thing, stillness speaks. Yep. What does that mean? So, um, you know, I, I understand that uh, that last year was one of the toughest years that any uh, that all all of humanity had to go through, and specifically for, for uh, specifically for a certain type of workers. Uh, and, and again, uh, that can, that has to have been um, one of the toughest um, and, and most uh, stringent time on on many people's lives. And mm-hmm. uh, um, and um, uh, for that, I am I'm thankful that we've. We've almost passed it. We're almost had to ha- ha- have it behind us right now. Um, but uh, for me, that was one of the most challenging uh, times mentally for me. Um, and um, I started getting into uh, meditation a lot heavier. And mm. I started reading a little more. And I started having just uh, discussions with, uh, with, uh, with certain people in the spiritual world um, to, to help me, to help guide me a little bit. And um, that year for me was one of the biggest transformation transformation um what's the word i'm looking for transformative yeah Yeah, transformative years for me um ever you know uh, and and i've adopted this this more um stillness speaks mentality of i don't react so to speak to um to things anymore uh but i um i take it in i analyze um and um Mm -hmm. and and, uh, i uh i um I, i react uh later um and, yeah. and that's why I, I, I believe in Stillness Speaks. And I read, obviously, Ed, Eckhart uh, Tolle's uh, books um, in that and, and really helped me a lot throughout, the, uh, throughout 2020. Yeah, no, that's, that's one of the things that, that I would like to do. I haven't done it, is do some, make meditation a consistent part of my, yeah. my life. You know, yes, just, um, yeah, I, I've had a hard time, and I still have a hard time. I mean, shit, I'm not, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no guru for God's sake. <laughs> but um, my, medit- my 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 meditations go from uh, thinking about a thousand things and then just trying to stay still and then stay going through a thousand things again and staying. I, I I'll never be. Well, no, I'm not going to say never, but um, yeah. for now, I'm not where I can just be 
uh, absolutely present. Uh, but I'm working on that, and, and and that's my type of meditation. And you know what? It works. You know, yeah. I feel rested. I feel I, I I invested in 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 my sleep. I invested in in, in my well being mentally. Um, and uh, for me, that's where stillness speaks come from. So I, I you know, m- um, meditation for me is one of the toughest things I've ever done. You know, I I CrossFit, and and meditation is tougher. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. When do you so, when do you uh, when in the day do you meditate? Morning, night, when? Morning. Anytime. Yeah, morning. it has to be morning. Yeah, it has to be morning. And in in in, in uh, some occasions, I do that maybe twice a day. Not at night, but uh, in the middle of the day, I would just. I've been in the office, and uh, I, I, people would know this is my time. Let me leave me alone for fifteen minutes, and I turn my back to everyone, and I would face the window, and I just do my thing, yeah. and just you know, just try to be present because there's a lot of challenges happens in one's life, you know. Uh, and uh, it's just really important just to collect your thoughts and collect yourself. Yeah. Any books that you're reading right now that you uh, recommend that anybody read or any movie that you've seen or show on Netflix oh, or anything? Huh, great. Um, so obviously for me, um, um, when it comes to books, you know, I've got, you know, obviously um, A New Earth was something that I really, really enjoyed reading. Um, um Books, uh, business books. I like Blitzscaling was super important and super interesting for me. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to look at the other books that I that I've read. Um, let me see. Um, other than that, you know, I uh, I read a lot of. I don't read a lot of fiction. That's the thing with me. I read a lot of um, 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 non- nonfiction. Nonfiction books, yeah. But uh, from when it comes to movies oof, or documentaries, you know. For me, one of the best documentaries that ever came out, obviously, is uh, Game Changers. You know, that was that was you can't go get better than that. But um, I started reading uh, uh, Bill Gates's recent book that he just came out with, the the, the climate catastrophe uh, mm. one. Uh, that's a super interesting book. I'm in the middle of it right now. It's uh, um, it's something that I really recommend people people okay. uh, um, read and and uh, and read well and 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 listen to what you're saying when you're reading it. You know, it's super important. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know Bill at all? Yeah. I've met him a few times. We, um, um, we worked together in the, um, uh, in the, um, um, uh, breakthrough energy ventures, uh, company that he has, uh, I'm on the board, uh, substituting my dad and, uh, in, in, in that company. And it's, uh, I, I recommend everyone just to quick Google on breakthrough energy ventures and all yep. the amazing things that uh, Bill Gates is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the movies that that I, has literally in the last three days, at least 10 people have told me, Rip, you got to watch this. Rip, you got to watch this. It's called The Octopus Teacher. And it's on yeah. it's on Netflix, The Octopus Teacher. It's a documentary. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to check it out tonight. <laughs> nice. Okay, good. So so actually, you know what? Uh, again, it's early enough for me to actually do something because I, I, I'm going to watch a movie tonight. I'm going to do that then. Do, do The Octopus Teacher and then and then shoot me an email and let me know what you think. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I will. <laughs> good, good. All right. Hey, you know what? This has been fabulous. Thank- Pleasure. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you for the conversation. Um, if people want to know more about you and what you're doing, uh, where should they go? I mean, they should go to, um, I guess, kbwventures. Well, uh, kbw.vc is the best way to, to get all the information. Um, my handle obviously is, uh, Carla Del Walid. Um, you can probably write it down somewhere or Google it. It's, it's my name. We'll have it in the uh, show notes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And you put it on the show notes or something. But uh, yeah, you can just uh, pretty much follow me there. And then uh, I usually respond to a lot of um, uh, comments or stuff like that um, uh, when it comes to uh, general questions. All right. Hey, let's sign off. If you could copy me, peace. Yes, sir. <laughs> Engine two. Yeah. Keep it playing strong. Oh, yeah. See you, brother. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Compassion truly is a lifestyle. And I'm grateful that Colette and his team are investing in life-changing technologies and sustainable solutions. For more information on Khaled and his work, visit the links in the show notes at plantstrongpodcast.com. Peace, Engine 2. Keep it plant strong. Thank you for listening to the Plant Strong Podcast. You can support the show by taking a quick minute to follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Leaving us a positive review and Sharing the show with your network is another great way to help us reach as many people as possible with the exciting news about plants. Thank you in advance for your support. It means everything. Have you had your own Galileo moment that you'd like to share? What happened when you stepped into the arena and shed the beliefs that you thought to be true? I'd love to hear about it. Visit plantstrongpodcast.com to submit your story and to learn more about today's guests and sponsors. The Plant Strong Podcast team includes Carrie Barrett, Lori Kordowich, Amy Mackey, Patrick Gavin, and Wade Clark. This season is dedicated to all of those courageous truth seekers who weren't afraid to look through the lens with clear vision and hold firm to a higher truth. Most notably, my parents, Dr. Caldwell B. Esselstyn Jr., and Anne Cryle Esselstyn. Thanks for listening. I want to personally invite you to join me and all the other Brock stars for this year's 13th live and in-person plant stock event outside of Asheville, North Carolina in the little town of Black Mountain. It's 1,500 acres, is loaded with wildlife, trees, trails, streams. It is a nature wonderland. And what's also a wonderland are all the incredible speakers that you get to hang with all weekend long, like Jane and Ann Esselstyn, Dr. Will Bolshewitz of Fiber Fueled, Carly Bodrug, Miss Plant You, Dr. Gemma Newman is over from the UK. We have Dr. Don Musalem from the Mayo Clinic. John Mackey, the ex-CEO of Whole Food Market Stores. Myself, Brian Hart, and a special appearance by the Plant Bros. And here's the kicker. All these Brock stars are there from Friday till Sunday, and they want to rub elbows with all of you, whether it's over buffets of Plant Strong Fair for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, whether it's going on an afternoon hike, a swim, pickleball, frisbee golf, kickball, cornhole, dancing. We're having live music. It's all there in this fun weekend extravaganza that we affectionately call Plant Stock. Simply go to liveplantstrong.com and then click on Plant Stock 2024 and grab yourself a ticket before they sell out. See you there.